My name is Isabel Clausen, the host of the Girl God's Got You podcast. This podcast was created to remind women that girl, God's got you, and he wants to help you live the life you were created to live. Have you ever struggled with believing in yourself, having fear about navigating your future, understanding your life purpose, or managing overwhelming stress? Well, if you've gone through any of these experiences, then this podcast is for you. And I want to encourage you that no matter what you go through, no matter what you think of yourself, no matter how much someone hurts you, no matter what level of self-confidence you have, no matter how much fear you have about the future, God is here for you no matter what. Girl, God's got you, and he always will. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for coming back to the Girl God's Got You podcast. I'm really excited for this episode. It's all about how to be intentional with your words, how to speak on purpose so that you can make an impact in your life as well as the lives of others and bring glory to God through the words that you say and how you say them. But before we go into the main content of this episode, I just want to dive into my girl, God's Got You moment of the week. So one really big God moment this week, I would say, is all of the sermons that my pastor has been speaking on. Honestly, since the whole time I've been going to Gateway Church, I go to Gateway Church in Scottsdale, and the pastor is Preston Morris. Yes, Preston Morris. And his sermons are so impactful. His one-liners are so clear and the lessons he teaches about God and the reality of Jesus' love is so uplifting every single week. So in the near future, I'm going to be doing a podcast episode about a topic that he recently spoke on, but I would just say that my God's Got You moment of the week is just being uplifted by Preston's sermons and the wisdom he has from God. My parents watch these sermons online My boyfriend and I go to this church together. I know a lot of friends that go to this church. I know a lot of people that listen to Preston's sermons online. Gateway Church also has a podcast where you could listen to the sermons. And I really like that because while it's really nice to rewatch a YouTube video of a sermon online, sometimes it's hard to do in the busyness of life. And if you still want a couple God moments and some of God's wisdom in your day-to-day life podcasts, as we know, are a great way to get some content in while you're multitasking. So I'm going to be linking the podcast to this episode in the show notes. And so if you want to listen to the Gateway Church podcast, I would highly recommend it. I'll also leave a link to the most recent sermon that he spoke on. And in upcoming episodes, I'll be talking all about the sermon he spoke on, which is all about grace, forgiveness, and really just how much God loves us, as well as the meaning of communion. So that is my God's Got You moment of the week, really all the wisdom I've been hearing from the sermons at Gateway Church. And if you have a girl God's Got You moment of the week, please feel free to email me at girl. God's got you at gmail.com or please DM it to me to our Instagram. All the links to the Instagram as well as the email will be in the show notes of this episode. And I would love to hear how God's working in your life. And if you want me to share it on the show, please let me know. I can either have you anonymous or you, I could share your name in the episode, whatever you'd prefer, because I think it's really good for a body of believers and even people who aren't believers just to hear how God's working in our lives because that really brings reality to Christianity. 
So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I am really excited for these topics and I hope they really help you with speaking intentionally. I know it's something I always need to work on. So this episode definitely was a good reminder for myself as well. So thank you so much for your time and I hope you enjoy the episode today. So for today's episode, as you could tell by the title of this episode, is how we could be intentional with our words. And public speaking and using words in general is so important to me and I'm really passionate about this topic specifically because I just love public speaking. I love everything about it. I love preparing for it. I love doing it and I really love talking about it. Now, anyone who knows me personally knows that I was homeschooled my whole life before I went to college. If you're listening to this and you don't, didn't know that I was homeschooled, well, hello. I am a fellow homeschooler if you're homeschooled. If you're not, nice to meet you. Homeschooling is not as weird as people say. And I I love being homeschooled. I know it's not for everyone, but I really loved it and it was a great experience. And one of the big things I loved about it was being involved in speech and debate. Uh, When I was a freshman in high school... I would go to a co-op every week, and a co-op is essentially a once or twice a week group of homeschoolers that get together, the moms teach different subjects, and then the rest of the week you do the homework and the school at home, and so it's a way to combine school and socialization also with homeschooling, so it's great. So one of the classes we had was public speaking, which was taught by Miss Eileen Danko and her husband, and Miss Eileen was on the podcast, so that's really special. And she is the mom of my best friend, Catherine, a really tight-knit group. But yeah, she taught public speaking. And there was an actual homeschool speech and debate league that we weren't part of at the time. But Miss Eileen took the curriculum, took the topics, took all the content from the speech and debate league. And then we just did our own little speech class and debate class in our little co-op. And I loved that class so much that the next year when I was a sophomore in high school, I joined the speech and debate league. I joined a club and I was in that for three years until I graduated high school. And I absolutely loved it and I learned so much not only about myself but also how to interact with people in an intentional and intelligent way and it it really changed my life. I loved the group of people that I competed with, hung out with. I loved figuring out different ways to create ideas and craft them into succinct thoughts and impact points. I love learning about the theory of persuasion, learning how to think critically and on my feet. It was wonderful. And I think everyone should experience some version of training when it comes to public speaking and learning how to argue effectively. And then in college, I had my own public speaking and debating coaching business. It was online. I did it over Zoom, over the phone with students all across the country, and it was wonderful. So my whole life, I've had a really big passion for public speaking. And now in my job, I get to host seminars. I get to speak at the college that I attended, GCU, and so it's still very much in my life. And when I think about public speaking, it doesn't have to be a group of 30 people or 50 people. It could really just be speaking to one person. You're speaking your thoughts out loud and you're learning how to articulate impact points that matter that people could take with them when the conversation ends. And you could still engage their thoughts by saying things in a well-crafted and intelligent way. I think that's the full definition personally of what I think public speaking is, whether it's one person or 50 people, your words matter. And in this episode, I'm going to be sharing all of my tips about how you could use your words for God's glory and to make an impact in other people's lives. 
I just want to give a little disclaimer saying that I am not the expert at public speaking at all. I don't want that to come across at all in this episode. Even though I'm passionate about it and even though I learned a lot in high school, there's still so many things I'm trying to work on to carry through my whole life. So if anything, this episode is sharing with you the failures and mistakes I made in the past with public speaking, how I've learned from them, and the tips I've taken from them, and I'm still applying these tips to my life. So just want to give that disclaimer. I'm not the expert. I hope it's not coming across that way. However, I love it and I want to share what I've learned with you. I want to share a few reasons for why public speaking matters. And a lot of people, I think, don't really care as much about public speaking these days. First off, because social media is so prevalent. You could post succinct thoughts online. You don't really have to speak in front of people because Zoom is very prevalent. It's very popular. And a lot of people don't value communication as much as they used to, really just because I think digital communication is running the world. However, being well-spoken, and this is the first reason that I believe public speaking matters, is being well-spoken, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, will take you so far in life. Think about someone you know that is incredibly well-spoken and who says things that are impactful and you think about them later. Think about the person that makes really good eye contact with you when you speak with them. Think about the person that doesn't use the words like or um that often. Think about someone who doesn't cuss a lot and is really intentional with what they say. Think about someone who is well thought out and maybe doesn't say a lot, but when he or she says something, it's important. I think we all know at least a few people like that in our lives, and I admire people like that, and I want to be someone like that. And when people think before they speak and articulate thoughts in their head, you know that what they say is important to them, and they also want you to care about it because they took a while to figure out what they wanted to say. And then there are some people that are very intelligent and very admirable, and they speak relatively quickly with a lot of ideas, but each idea is important. And I think as human beings, the second reason why we should care about public speaking is because we were created to speak for a reason. And this is actually the mission statement or the slogan of my coaching business. My coaching business was called Created to Speak. And the slogan was, you were created to speak for a reason. And I really do believe that God has a specific message he wants us to share. And one part about our purpose is I think finding out what that message is. And the rest of our lives, I think it's our job to understand how we could best articulate this message, whether it's through our words and our actions. So my question for you is, what is the one-liner in life that God created you to speak for a reason? For example, for me, I really think that the main message God wants me to share with people on this earth is this, God's got you. Whether I show people this through my actions, whether it's through my words, through my advice, through the mistakes I make and how I learn from them. And when I tell people about the mistakes I made, I want every single person, when they talk to me, when they get to know me, to understand that I want them to know that God's got them, that he loves them, that he wants to give everyone self-confidence, that he doesn't want anyone to be lonely because he's always with them. I want people to know that God is there for them, no matter what. And I was, I really believe that God created me to share that message with the world. And see, the reason why public speaking matters, whether it's with one person or 50 people, the idea of sharing a compelling message and engaging in thoughtful communication is important because God wants us to say something to other people. My dad, I believe that one of the ideas that God created him to say was all about being a good 
steward of your money. My dad's a financial advisor and he's been doing this for 35 years and being intentional with your money and spending time with your family. I think those ideas are things that God created my dad to share with others. For my mom, I think hers is taking care of the temple God gave you. She is a health coach, and I really believe that God put her on this earth. One of the biggest reasons is to let people know that they should take care of the temple, their bodies that God gave them, and that they can. They have every ability to do so. And so whether I'm talking about my mom or dad or a good friend or myself, I really believe that we all have at least one message, two, three, four, but at least one that he wants us to articulate. We were created to speak for a reason, and it's our job to figure out what that reason is and how we can best articulate that reason through our words and through our actions. So I think the third reason why public speaking really does matter is because God cares about it. And I have a couple Bible verses I want to share. Also, side note, if you hear me flipping through my notebook, it's because I'm looking at my notes for these Bible verses, so pardon if you could hear the pages flipping. But the first Bible verse that I just love is from Ephesians 4.29, and it says, Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up, as that fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear it. And I think this is such an impactful verse because God's pretty much telling us, don't let corrupting talk come out of your mouth, whether it's having bad language, profanity, gossiping, having negative talk. He wants us to share things that are good for building up, whether it's building us up and we're saying kind words to ourselves, whether we're building other people up, whether we're saying things that God wants to say to bring him glory, or whether we're just engaging in thoughtful communication about things that really matter. God wants us to be intentional with our words. And I'm not perfect at this. I sometimes say bad words and I sometimes gossip and I really am trying to work on that because our words are important and we can never take words back. But I think it requires more work to be intentional with the specific words we say and the specific conversations that we engage in, but it's so much more fruitful. And I think that's what God is trying to communicate in this verse from Ephesians. But another verse, it's from Colossians chapter 4, it's verse 6, and it states, Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. And I love the idea of seasoned with salt. When I think of words that are seasoned with salt, I think that they're well thought out. I think they have impact points. I think they're articulated in a clear manner. I think people are using the correct pausing, eye contact, body language, hand gestures. I also think that they're sincere and that they're honest and they're talking about truths that matter. You see, God wants us to think about our words and say things that are important. And I I really love this verse and I want to keep it near and dear to my heart because it's really just a reminder to me to be more intentional of my words and to say things about and to talk about things that are important and to make sure I'm using less profanity, more good words and engaging in better conversations. And so the fourth and final reason why I believe public speaking matters is because the more succinct and articulate you are, the more people are going to listen. And under this point of being succinct and articulate and how people will listen, I have a quote by Plato. And he said, a wise person speaks because he has something to say. A fool speaks because he has to say something. And that's really interesting. When we're trying to be succinct and articulate, people will listen. Because if we decide that we have something to say, it's something wise. It's something we've thought out. But if we feel like we have to say something, we may say it quickly, 
We may say it without thinking through the best words to use to frame this topic. And I think it's important to know that we not only should be quick to speak about things that are important, but we should be even quicker to listen and to think about what we're saying. I think this especially applies in arguing and debating. From what I've seen, whether being a debater or coaching debate or watching debate, whether it's people in speech and debate, in the league, in the clubs, or you know the president, presidential candidates on TV, whatever debate and argument we're talking about, when one side says something and the other opponent pauses and thinks about his response before he spits out the argument, it's so much more impactful than saying something super quickly and falling on your face. And so I really love this quote by Plato. A wise person speaks because he has something he wants to say, but a fool speaks because he feels like he has to say something. And I'm going to add, a fool feels like he has to say something right now, but it's wise to wait and pause and really think about what you're going to say. So those are the four reasons I think public speaking is important and that we should all care about it, whether we're extroverts or introverts. The main reason being that you were created to speak for a reason, and God wants you to share this message in the best way possible. So now I'm going to be sharing a couple public speaking tips I've learned throughout my life. I've learned as I've coached different students and mainly ones that I want to keep applying to my life because they're so important. I'm not perfect at it, but practice makes perfect, especially when it comes to public speaking. And that's why I'm sharing these tips today so that we could all learn how to be better communicators for Christ. So the first kind of tip I want to look at is the perfect speech outline. And when I say perfect, I don't mean that it's foolproof. The reason I say perfect is because it works so incredibly well at sharing your points in an impactful and organized way. This is the speech outline I defer to all the time. There are so many out there, and I'm not saying it's perfect because it's the only one, but I really think that it's the most effective one when you're trying to share your thoughts, especially in a persuasive way and an informative way. So here is my favorite speech outline that I think works really well. You first start off with your topic in mind. A lot of this has to do with preparation. And that's one of my other tips. I'll just dive into that really quickly right now. Preparation is so important when it comes to speaking because in order for your speech, your conversation, your one-liner, your presentation to make sense, you have to have the topic and the thesis. The topic I like to frame as a question, okay? And the thesis is the answer. The thesis is the answer that the rest of the speech should circulate around. And I like to think of a speech as kind of a circle diagram with kind of like an onion. So this is going to sound kind of weird, but the thesis is the core of the onion. And each layer are the words, the points, the examples, the organization, the impact points. But it all revolves around that one idea. And just for fun, we're going to run through an exercise here as I share this speech outline. I want to revolve around an impromptu question that we could use as an example as we go through this outline. So let's just say the topic is, what does Jesus mean to you? Your answer to that question is your thesis. And you want to prepare this in your head before you even start speaking. Whether this is impromptu, whether it's a presentation you're going to give and you have a lot of time to prepare for, whether you have a whiteboard to write on, you have a presentation PowerPoint to give on a projector, or whether you just are in a conversation and you have your mouth and your hand gestures and your eye contact and nothing else. You want to listen to the question, answer it in your head, and then formulate the rest of the speech. So the question is, what does Jesus mean to you? For me, the thesis would be unconditional love. 
That's what Jesus means to me. So I know that answer, that thesis of unconditional love is going to be the heart of my speech. And every single point of that is going to revolve around the thesis. So let's just say that someone asks you that question, you figure out unconditional love is your answer. Now let's back up. How are you going to frame this? So you're going to talk about your hook. You're going to, and what they, they call a hook, as you know, probably if you've written college essays or have taken a public speaking class, the hook is something to capture the attention of the audience, whether it's one person or 50 people. So I'd probably share a story about how when I was younger and the story about me going to a church camp and understanding really what Jesus meant to me and how I was saved and how he went into my heart and now he's my savior. I'd probably have that as my story and then I'd say, so what does Jesus mean to me? Then I would pause and I'd share my answer. What Jesus means to me is unconditional love. And here's why. The here's why statement leads you into introducing your three main points. Now the important part of an intro of a speech is sharing your roadmap. And that roadmap is kind of giving an idea of what those three points are. So I'd frame the rest of the intro like this. What did Jesus mean to me? To me, Jesus means unconditional love. And here's why. There are three reasons why I believe that Jesus is unconditional love. First, through his past and his story. Second, through how he makes me feel. And third, through how he gives me purpose. I share those three points. That's my roadmap. And then I'm going to transition to my first point, all about the story of Jesus, his past, all about him dying on the cross, the resurrection, really the epitome of the unconditional love. And then I'll transition to my second point, talking about how Jesus makes me feel. That'll go more into the emotions and share that emotional connection with my audience. And then it'll take me to the third point, how Jesus gives me purpose through his unconditional love. It's there I'll apply more to the logical aspect and I can connect with the audience through empathy and by being relatable. And the important thing about sharing your three points that tell you why you answered your question the way you did the thing you have to remember is this. Talk about some part of the thesis in every single point. So my answer is unconditional love. The three reasons why I believe this is through Jesus' past, how he makes me feel, and through the purpose that he gives me. Each of those points should have something about unconditional love in there. The story of Jesus, the way that he gives unconditional love, is through dying on the cross. That's an example you share. In the second point, how Jesus makes me feel, I'm going to talk about forgiveness and how when I mess up, I'm forgiven. I have a clean slate to keep on living my life in freedom. That's because of Jesus' unconditional love. The third point will go into, well, I'm living my life in freedom. Because of Jesus' unconditional love, what am I going to do about it? And it's there that I talk about my purpose. So each point should answer the question of unconditional love in a specific way. And it's when you do this that you're able to have evidence behind what you believe, whether it's an actual citation from a book, whether it's a statistic, whether it's logic, because logic is one form of evidence, or whether it's from your personal life. Personal stories, I believe, are a form of evidence because if you share it in a logical manner, it counts as logic, in my opinion. So you share your three points, and then you come back to the center of the room or the center of your conversation. And you tie back to your hook, your thesis. I would say something along these lines. So when I was 14 at that summer camp, I accepted Jesus into my heart. Why? Well, because I realized that Jesus to me means unconditional love. So you restate your hook, you ask your question in a different way, and you share your answer. And then after that, I'd say, I know Jesus to me means unconditional love because of his past, the way he makes me feel, and the purpose that he gives me. 
So you go back to your three points in just a quick, simple fashion in your conclusion to remind the the audience and the listener, whoever you're speaking to, whether it's one person or 50 people, you're reminding the audience what you talked about. And then after that, you end your speech with a one-liner, with an impact point, something that they could take away with them when they leave. For me, this is actually really impromptu because I didn't, I didn't prep this question or this answer or these three points at all before I turned this recording on. So I'm sorry if it was you know, a little bit rough, but just going off the top of my head, I think the impact point that I would ask in my conclusion is, so what does Jesus mean to you? And then it's from there that you finish your presentation or you start that conversation with someone and you listen to their thesis, their three points, the reason that Jesus matters to them. But ending a speech or a conversation with an impact point, whether it's a statement or a question, opens the floor to more engaging conversation. And it's here that you could speak about things that actually matter. Because while small talk is good, while gossiping is easy, We only have so much time here on earth and engaging with humans, I think is one of the best gifts God has given us because I really believe that we all desire relationships. So if we understand how we can engage in thoughtful conversations with people, I think it'll open the door to a whole nother feeling of fulfillment we could get from conversing with God's creation. Now there's this quote by Winston Churchill and he made this really cool comment that I think applies to the speech outline very well. And he said this, if you have an important point to make, don't try to be subtle or clever. Use a pile driver. Hit the point once, then come back and hit it again, then hit it a third time. A tremendous whack. And having a three-point outline does that. You hit your thesis again and again and again in a different way to prove your point. And so here in this little speech of what Jesus means to me, I could say unconditional love and move on with the rest of the conversation. But if I say the reasons why, to me, Jesus epitomizes unconditional love, the audience will then think of Jesus in a whole new way. So learning how to speak effectively not only makes you feel more competent, makes you feel more intelligent, makes you feel more put together, it actually is giving the audience, the people or the person you're speaking to, a gift, something to hold onto, something they could think about. Because while it's fun to scroll on Instagram, while it's fun to watch mindless TV or watch these random YouTube videos, I think it's more important that we listen to people and they give us the gift of an impact point that we could think about later. And then we could pass that idea on to others and make this beautiful chain reaction of conversations that matter. And actually this whole idea of caring about things that matter, this is one reason why I I fell in love with my boyfriend. To get a little mushy here, every conversation we had was about things that mattered. And to this day, those conversations still hold true. I love talking about things that matter and engaging in conversation. And you never know what an engaging conversation can lead you to. For me, I started dating this man simply because the things we talked about were important. My really close girlfriends, I love them because we're not really ever on our phones when we're together. Our phones are down and we're talking about things that matter. So sharing things that matter could really help you find love it could help you find friendships and it could help you spread the seeds that god wants you to spread when it comes to love and sharing things that are impactful and sharing things about his truth because as we've said many times in this episode you were created to speak for a reason 
So now that I've shared my favorite speech outline and one that is so effective, and I would challenge you to use whether you're giving a presentation in school or whether you're just having an engaging conversation with someone, I challenge you to use it because once you start, it's kind of addicting to answer these questions in this way. And it helps you feel competent and confident in what you're saying. So I had about eight tips I wanted to share for the rest of this episode, different public speaking tips, but I already realized that the episode was pretty long, so I'm just boiling it down to one main tip, and it's this. Back up your words with action. What you say is important, but what you do is even more important. As the saying goes, actions speak louder than words. You could say all you want. You could talk the talk, but if you don't walk the talk, it's not, it's not going to work and you're going to not have any credibility. So making sure to back up your words with action is so important. If I'm saying Jesus means to me unconditional love, I talk about his background, I talk about what he means to me, how he makes me feel, my purpose, but I'm rude to people, I gossip, I'm just a grump. It's not going to back up what I'm saying. Your actions and what you do in the rest of your everyday life needs to back up what you say in that little three-minute conversation or that little 20-minute presentation. There's this quote by Maya Angelou, and she says, I've learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. The way you make people feel through your actions, how you look at them, what you say to them, is so much more important than feeling smart in a three-minute conversation or a 20-minute speech. So I would encourage you, everything you say, say it with responsibility, with the intention that you will back it up with action. If you're about to say something and note that you can't back it up with your actions or that you won't back, up, back it up with your actions, just don't say it. Avoid it, okay? If, you, if we aren't strong enough and have the willpower enough to back up what we're saying with our actions, then you probably shouldn't say it. That's harsh. I need to work on this too. We all need to work on this, just really backing up what we say. But we have to focus on it because as followers of Jesus, we have a responsibility to be good stewards of our responsibilities. And one of our responsibilities is by upholding the words that we say. So I just want to end this with the God's Got You statement of the episode, and it's this. If you're worried about speaking, whether it's publicly, with one person, engaging in conversation, I just want to say that God's got you because he created you to speak for a reason. He created you with a message and he wants you to share it. There is this wonderful Christian author, his name is Max Lucado, and he said, he, I forgot the exact quote because I didn't write it down, but the essential idea was God gave you an instrument and a song and he wants you to play it. He gave you an instrument. It's your talents, your gifts. And that song is the message he wants you to share with those gifts. So I challenge you to ask God to help you figure out what that message is. And if you already know that message, please just step out of your comfort zone, share your thoughts in an articulate way, prepare your thoughts beforehand, prepare your impact points beforehand, whether it's recording your voice and counting how many times you say um or like, or if you trip over your words, whatever it is, practice and take this seriously. Because God put you on this earth for a reason, and he wants you to use your instrument to play your song. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was honestly one of my favorite ones to record because this topic of public speaking and effective communication 
is so important to me and I'm so passionate about it. And I really love this episode, not only to give tips to you guys, but also as a reminder to myself to work on all these things because we all need to remember that we were created to speak for a reason.